You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 118, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 118 of She Runs the Show. Yet again, another episode that comes to me in some strange way. And this morning it came to me in the middle of meditation, actually, probably before I meditated because I was on Pinterest, like I tend to be right before I sit in my blue chair and I meditate. And this quote came across my Pinterest feed and I shared it on Instagram this morning. And I just want to I want to share the quote with you because it's, it's a powerful quote and it led to the creation of this episode. And the quote says this, no one else can convince you you're good enough. Only you can do that. And I've been, I've been struggling with this idea of being good enough. I would say for most of my life, but in business, I've been really, the last few months, I've been struggling with this question of how do I take my business to the next level? How do I, I know I can do it. How do I get it there? And this quote gave me the answer this morning. No one else can convince you you're good enough. Only you can do that. And so I want to talk today in today's episode about how to stop waiting to feel good enough. You know, I, she runs the show. Maybe this is your first time listening. Maybe not. She runs the show is designed to help women entrepreneurs have both businesses that thrive and relationships that rock. Because a lot of us are walking around with this idea that we have to rob Peter to pay Paul. That if we have successful businesses, we don't have successful friendships, relationships, uh, you know, other things. And we live that way because we believe that way. And the same thing applies to not feeling good enough. And I think what keeps so many of us either from starting businesses or from taking the business we currently have to the next level or from ending a business that we know we should have left years ago to pursue what our heart and our soul is really calling us to in business. What keeps us from doing what we were put here to do is this whole not feeling good enough thing. And I've been having get it together talks with myself lately about, you know, you know what to do, right? I'm, I'm having these emotions where I say to myself, you know how to get on television shows. You know how to get featured in newspapers and magazines. You know how to do this stuff. You've done it before. Why are you not putting yourself out there? This is me talking to me, by the way. I've been having these conversations about why am I not applying to go do a TED Talk, which is something I've always wanted to do? Why am I not applying to go speak at conferences, which I, when I apply for them, I get them and I do them easily. Why am I not doing those things when I know that I have a message to share? When I know that I want to teach women how to win in business so they never again have to settle in their lives. And I'm having these talks with myself where I'm going, why are you playing it safe? Like, why are you sitting behind your computer writing eBooks, which you could do like easy, um, creating content, which you love to write. So it's easy. Why I, I keep having this conversation where I'm saying to myself, why are you only doing the easy stuff? Like, why are you not doing what you know how to do 
which once you start doing it, it's still pretty easy for you. Why are you not pushing yourself? I'm on this whole push kick thing, right? So I'm working out two hours a day, which after I post this episode, I'm going to be doing my two to three hours of workout time. But I keep having this conversation of why are you not pushing yourself to do the things you know will take your business to the level that you're saying you want it to be. And it all comes down to this. And this is the core of today's episode. I have been waiting to feel good enough. Sounds cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because I've done it before. I've gotten on media before. I've done, you know, television, print, whatever before. I've been waiting to feel good enough. And I'll give you an example. I've been waiting. So there is this, this, there's there's a number of television shows, but there are a number of places, outlets that are uh, regional television shows that I've I've had on my list to reach out to, podcasts that I've had on my list to reach out to, to be an, interviewed as a guest on their podcast. And I create the list. I put it in a spreadsheet. I know exactly who the executive producers are. I've watched their stuff. I'm ready to reach out to them. And do you know, I've had these lists, some of them for months, and I haven't sent out one thing, like not an email. And it's not even because I'm afraid to fail or I'm afraid to get a rejection. I know how the business works. Rejection comes naturally. You just be persistent. It's not even that. I haven't sent out any of those emails and any of those things because I'm waiting to feel good enough. And when I saw the quote this morning on Pinterest, it was, it was like a light bulb moment where I just said, Oh my ever loving goodness. Like what am I? I know this game, right? I know this not good enough game. I know that you, that feeling good enough is a decision that only we can make for ourselves. Nobody else can give that to us. Not a certification, not a degree, not a, you know, a collapse on medium, not a thousand more followers on Instagram. No one else can convince you you're good enough. Only you can do that. And so when I saw the quote this morning, I thought, well, there's my next episode of She Runs the Show because I need to talk to myself about this again. And I need to talk to you about it because you might be in a space where you are, you've been wanting to start a business. You've been thinking about starting a business. You know that you have talents and gifts and abilities that are meant to be shared with the world, but you just don't feel good enough. You, You just feel like, do I need to take another course on this? Do I need to get a certification? Do I need to get another degree? Do I need to apprentice someone? Do I need to work in that industry? You know, there are all of these limiting beliefs that we have about what we need to do first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, and so on, so on, so on before we're ready. And so if you are there with me in this whole waiting to feel good enough thing, let's talk through how we can stop doing that. Because I could have been on television months ago if I hadn't given in to this idea. Well, I don't feel like, you know, you know, I've told myself all kinds of, you know, stories. I'm going to, I'm not going to say lies, but stories like I need to write five books about focus before I can go reach out to media. And I need to write three books about that. And I need to write so many media more. No, 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 no. Let's just, can we just break it down today? I want to give you eight points. And I'm going to give myself eight points so that we both 
can stop waiting to feel good enough and handle business so we can live our lives on purpose, which was what we were put here to do in our businesses, in our lives. So if you, like me, are waiting to feel good enough, the first thing that we have to say to ourselves and remind ourselves, because obviously we've probably heard this before, but we're not living it, is number one, start before you're ready. And I think in business especially, a lot of us feel like we do that, right? So I think about it. I started this podcast before I was ready. I started writing ebooks before I was ready. You know, I could sit back and go, well, I, yeah, I do that. I understand that the key to success is to start before you're ready. But here's the real question we have to ask ourselves. Am I continuing to start before I'm ready in the places in my business that I don't feel like doing that in? that I don't feel like doing that in. So it's not enough to start before you're ready with, okay, I, I got my LLC before I was ready, or I got my domain name before I was ready, or, uh, you know, I started my social media accounts for my business before I was ready. Yes, once you've done it, then you're ready because you did it. But what are the other things in your business that you have been postponing procrastinating on, not doing, not even going there because you don't feel like you're ready yet. For me, it's sending out these emails to podcast podcasters and bloggers and t- especially television. I have been really postponing on that and just putting myself out there and saying, hey, I'd love to come on your show and talk about this. Start before you're ready. So point number one to how to stop waiting to feel good enough is start before you're ready. Because that really is the key to success. And sometimes we give ourselves, you know, a free pass because we've done that in our businesses and other areas. But I want you to look at the areas where you are afraid to do that, where you haven't done that, where you've been procrastinating doing that. And I want you to pick one of those areas today and I want you to start before you're ready. Like, for example, for me today, I'm going to send an email to a producer of a show that for months I've been knowing I wanted to be on that show and I've used every excuse in the book. I need to list some weight first. I need to write some more books and whatever. I'm going to send that email today. That's how I'm going to start before I'm ready. And I want you to think about how can you start before you're ready. So that's the first thing. Second thing when we talk about how to stop waiting to feel good enough. Oh, and this is a big one. Because at the end of the day, you know the thing about this waiting to feel good enough? Most of us think it's a confidence issue. It's not a confidence issue. It really isn't. Confidence comes and goes. Confidence is so situational, so circumstantial, so... Confidence is so superficial at the end of the day because I could be super confident in one moment and super not confident in another moment. What we're talking about with this waiting to feel good enough thing, it's not a confidence issue. It's a knowing problem. It's a faith problem. And here's the second thing we can do to deal with this knowing, this faith problem. Stop waiting for an invitation to show up fully to life. A lot of, you know, and I've even thought about this with myself. There are certain things that I've just been waiting, and I don't know how to explain it, waiting to, waiting for, okay, this is how, this is what I mean when I say stop waiting for an invitation to show up fully to life. A lot of us are like, 
I'm waiting for the right time to start a business. Or I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the right opportunity. Or as soon as this opens up, or as soon as I deal with this health issue, or as soon as my family comes down a little bit, as soon as, you know, this is finalized or that goes through or I get my tax refund. You know, here's the thing. Life moves on without you. I know a lot, a lot of people are on this whole destiny thing of, you know, I, and I'm a firm believer that what's meant for you will find its way to you. But there are lots of things that find their way to the people they're meant for. And the people they're meant for never activate it, utilize it, so it never comes into manifestation. Things will find their way to you, but if you don't show up fully for life, you won't actually live it. So the second thing we can do to stop waiting to feel good enough is stop waiting for the right time, the right circumstances, the right level of support, the right this, the right that, to end something, to begin something. Stop waiting for an invitation to show up fully to life. Show up now because you were given the responsibility and the privilege to do that a long time ago. When I say a long time ago, I mean even before you were born, you were given the mission, the vision, the resources, the ability. Do you know how many people? And I don't want to, I don't want to cry about that because I've, there's been a lot of just, I've just seen people die over a little bit of time. Do you know how many people were born with powerful missions? And then they come on this earth and they get sidetracked by life and pain and hurt and they allow the circumstances of life to eat them alive from the inside out and they die never having fulfilled what they were put on this earth to fulfill. Do you want that to be you? Because here's what I'm saying to myself lately. I used to think life was really long and I used to think that I had all the time to get it right. And every additional year I am blessed with the opportunity to be on this earth, I realize that life is really, really short. And if there are many lifetimes, that's awesome, but you only remember the one you're currently in, and this one is super, super short. And if you don't live every single day on fire and on purpose, you are wasting time that you never get back. You never get it back. The moments, the minutes, the hours. And so a lot of people are born with these great missions and this destiny that's like bigger than them and they come in and life sideswipes them and the circumstances don't work in their favor and stuff goes you know in a totally opposite direction and instead of building their strength through the things and saying i'm gonna move beyond this I, this was meant to develop me they get caught up in the pain and the hurt and the anger and the resentment and the frustration and they die a quick death because they didn't realize that everything happened for them. So they began to shrink in their lives, go under the tortoiseshell. And here's what I'm saying. If you want to stop waiting to feel good enough, stop waiting for an invitation to show up fully to life. Show up now, today, because guess what? You were given the responsibility and the privilege to do that before you were even born. You were given a mission before you were even born. A number of them. It's not just like, you know, so many people ask, what is my life purpose? What am I here to do? Ah, ah, ah. Do you understand that before you even came here, you were given like 50 of them 
I mean, you, you are given more purposes and more missions than you probably can do this lifetime around. So don't, don't spend years asking like, oh my goodness, what am I supposed to do? No, say, listen, what do I feel called to do in this moment? Let me go out there and do, let me show fully for this. And when I fulfill this mission, the next one will show up. It will show itself to me. You are given a mission and the mission is bigger than you. But here's the thing. This is what makes it so sad when people die not having fulfilled their mission. It's meant to come through you. You're the vessel. You're the messenger. The message is meant to come through you. Your business is a part of that mission. And you and only you are the one who can fulfill it. If you die never having done it, there are people who will not have been served because they were always meant to be served by you. And yes, they might hear a little bit of it from somebody else. Yes, they might get a little bit of it from somebody else. They'll never get it the way they would have gotten it through you. And that's the thing. We have to stop waiting for an invitation to show up fully to life. We have to, we have to wake up and go, <clears throat> I may not get what God put me here to do, but I understand he put me here to do something. And today, I'm going to show up fully for everything that happens today. And in my business, I need to go full out, even if I'm afraid, even if I don't know how to completely do it. Because if I don't do that in my business today and every day, there's somebody who won't be reached. There's somebody who will not know the power they have within themselves. If I don't show up fully for this business, somebody's not going to get what they need. And I can't live knowing that I did not fulfill my responsibility to the mission that was given completely and solely to me. Do you see how that works? Because it's not just a privilege to own a business. It's a responsibility. And the way and the method and what you're meant to offer is something that your tribe, you may not know your tribe yet, but your tribe will hear it best from you. And so this whole thing of like, well, there are 50 coaches out there doing this and there are, you know, 50 businesses out there doing this. Yeah, but the tribe that's for you is going to hear it best from you. But if you aren't showing up fully for life and for your business, they won't get the message. Can't have that. So the way that we, we stop waiting to feel good enough is A, we got to start before we're ready. B, we have to stop waiting for an invitation to show up fully for life. Here's the third thing. Whatever you're thinking, think bigger. I struggle with this one because I think pretty big from the outset. You know, I think I'm, I'm, you know, my husband says I'm an optimist. I was like at the best case scenario. I, I consider the worst case scenario. I consider the base case scenario. But when I work because I'm driven, I'm not, I'm not going to be driven to work for the worst case scenario. So I focus on like, okay, this is what I want. So I struggle with this idea of whatever you're thinking, think bigger. But here's the reality. Wherever you're currently setting your business goals, let's be very clear. Whatever your current business goals are, they're at the level you think you can do. They're at your base. They're not at your greatness. And it's hard for some of us overachievers, recovering perfectionist, type A personalities to really sit with that because we're like, yeah, but we think bigger than most people. No, whatever you're, see, this is not about you versus somebody else. This is you versus you. Whatever level you're thinking on right now, it really is 
within the realm of the box of your limiting beliefs. So the reason you've got to think bigger, and a lot, and it, here's here's what comes up for me when I think this. When I think think bigger, I'm like, well, man, if I if I can't even sell that number of focus mindset formula programs, how the heck am I going to get to 10x that amount? That's kind of crazy. Here's the re- here's the reason. I don't want to get this until you set a goal so big that you have no idea how you in your mortal mind and body can achieve it, until you can set that kind of a goal, you will constantly be relying on what you've experienced, what you can do, what you know you can do, and you're going to live in the comfort zone of what you've done before. But the moment you really start to think bigger, the moment you really start to go, ooh, this is a goal that I don't even have any clue how I'm going to get to it. None. Until you go there, you're relying only on what you know of yourself from before this moment. You're not allowing the universe to have your back. You're not having faith. You're not learning how to trust the process of life. You're not diving into new things and learning new things and grow. See, when you think bigger, you go, well, I have no clue how to do this. So I'm open to all the resources of the universe. I'm open to learning from, and I'm looking for new opportunities. I'm So when you think bigger, you break out of the comfort zone of what you've done before. You break out of the limiting beliefs of, well, this is what I know how to do. Now you don't have a choice but to say, I don't know what I'm doing. What do I, I'm open. What, where do I need to go? Who do I need to learn from? So whatever you're thinking, think bigger. Here's the other thing. If we're going to stop waiting to feel good enough, we have to be willing. You know, a lot of us want to figure this thing out before we even start, right? We want to, okay, uh, give me steps A through Z. 1 through 24, I need to know how this is going to work before I even invest any of myself in it. Doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. We have to be willing. If if we're going to stop waiting to feel good enough, we have to be willing to learn, willing to fail, and willing to rise higher than anyone you know. So I'm going to cover the willing to learn, willing to fail real quick. You have to be willing to Learn things you don't feel like learning. Learn things... Like, let me tell you what. I am not a fan of the data analysis side of digital business. Views, conversions, opt-in rates. I hate that stuff. But I still got to learn it. I still have to understand it. I still have to understand SEO and, you know, search engine optimization. Be willing to learn. Be willing to fail. Fail forward. Here's the thing. I'm learning how to make failure my friend. Failure is the master teacher. I've always known that. But I don't like to fail. And and I don't think you like to fail either. I'm learning how to say, you know, if I'm going to get on this bike and the first 50 times I'm going to fall, I want to do it now. I want to do it fast. I want to get back up fast. And I want to fall again on my knees fast. Like, let's fail fast. Let's fail forward. Let's fail fast. So you have to be willing to learn. You've got to be willing to fail. And here's the one I want to sit on for a minute. You have to be willing to rise higher than anyone you know. Do you do you realize how many of us are living into our parents' limitations? 
you realize how many of us, we haven't even gotten to the first level of our greatness and we're already feeling guilt about the 10th level of our greatness because our parents really wanted to do what we're doing right now and they never fully made it? And so on some level, we keep living in the shadow of parents who did not rise to their own greatness, feeling like if we well exceed their expectations, we're somehow betraying being in the group of mediocrity with them. Can I speak to this for a minute? Your parents have done what they've chosen to do. They have fulfilled their lives to the extent that they thought was possible for them. But if we're going to, if, if we're going to stop waiting to feel good enough, one of the things we gotta be willing to do is we have to be willing to go beyond our parents' limitations. Let me go even further. We have to be willing to do the work that nobody in our circle is willing to do, that nobody around us is willing to do, and we have to be, we have to be willing to be called freaks, obsessed, you're, you're too focused, you need to, we need to be willing to deal with the criticism of people who are not living into their highest goals and dreams, because I'm gonna tell you what, 95% of people aren't. So when you start doing that, when you start living that way, people are going to look at you like you're crazy. They're going to tell you you're obsessed. They're going to tell you you need to stop because they, they can't understand why you are so driven because they gave up on their dreams a long time ago. Don't worry about them. See, here's the, here's the piece. A lot of us are waiting for the validation, the approval, and the permission of other people before we live into our biggest dreams. And here's the thing. You will never get that from people who gave up on theirs a long time ago. You will, ne- you will never get permission to be amazing from people who gave up and decided to be mediocre a long time ago. And here's what I'm going to say. Be willing to say to yourself, even if I have to, release some of those people from my life who aren't coming with me. Like a lot, you know what a lot of us are doing? And I used to do this a lot more than I do it now. Thank goodness for being 40 because I no longer do a lot of that crap. I used to try to pull people up with me. I used to try to like, um, lift as I climb, as Angela Davis has said. I used to try to like, just come with me, just come with me. What I found is, as I was trying to pull people who didn't want to go higher with me, they pulled me down. I never pulled them up. Do you get what I'm saying? They they pulled me down. Now listen, there are lots of people who are going to tell you, but positivity is so much more powerful than negativity. There are lots of people who are going to tell you, you know, love and light and, and you know, your feeling good is going to outweigh. Let me just break down my life experience to you. Anytime I have tried to drag people with me to the mountaintop when they never had any intention of going there, the only thing I got was brought down the mountain and I had to start the climb on my own again. So I'm just saying, be willing to rise higher than anyone you know and be willing to let them stay where they are if that's where they want to be. You, Not everybody who starts the journey with you is going to finish with you. And I know that's hard for some people because some people are like, but, but yeah, but I don't want to let them go. Here's the thing. If they let themselves go, there's nothing you're going to do to bring them with you. And I digress. So, um, 
But how to stop waiting to feel good enough? We have to be willing, willing to learn, willing to fail, and willing to rise higher than anyone you know. Here's the fifth thing we have to be, we, we have to do if we're going to stop waiting to feel good enough. Let fear and failure be teachers, not directors in your life and business. You know, I wrote a lot of books about overcoming fear. And you've heard me say this, overcomingfearbooks.com. Just go check them out. They're, I, I talk about my own fears and what I've dealt with and what I continue to struggle with and how I'm transforming my fear into fuel. But, but if we're going to be, if we're going to stop waiting to feel good enough, Yes, fear and failure are in the car, but they can't be in the driver's seat. We've got to let fear and failure be teachers because they are master teachers. They are for you, but not directors in your life and business. Fear has to be transformed into fuel for it to work for you. And failure is a master teacher. You've got to learn from failure and fail forward, but they cannot direct your show. They cannot be directors. The moment fear and failure become directors, you start telling the story where fear runs your life and failure is who you are. The moment you find yourself telling the story that fear runs my life and failure is who I am, they have become directors. They're not teachers. You need to demote them or fire them for a little bit because they cannot be the directors in your life and business. If you want to stop waiting to feel good enough, you got to make sure fear and failure have the right role in your life. Here's the other thing. If we're going to stop waiting to feel good enough, and this is this one, I'm dealing with this one today. You got to do every day one thing you don't want or think you can do, and you've got to force yourself to do it. Can I drop the mic on this for a minute? Every day, ask myself the question, what is, what is one thing I don't want to do in my business? What is one thing I don't want to do? What, and sometimes it's, I don't want to send this email out. Sometimes it's, I don't want to do this research. Sometimes it's, I, I don't want to, you know, write late in the day because I'm a morning person, but I work out in the morning. Da, 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 da. Story, story, story. Do every day one thing you, you don't want or think you can do. Force yourself to do it. You know, I hear a lot of people, you know, I love law of attraction. Listen, love it. I, I listened to Abraham, got all that stuff. But there are a lot of people who are giving this idea of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, of forcing yourself to do things you want to do. People are saying, well, no, that's not what it's about. And, you, you know, you want to feel your way into things and you want to allow. Can I just say for a moment, when you were a baby crawling and you tried to walk for the first time and you fell on your knees and you cried out in pain. Do you really think as a one-year-old you wanted to get back up and do that thing again? Do you really think you... No, not really. First time you rode a bike. I remember the first time I rode a bike and I scraped my knees seriously bad. Did I want to get back up on that bike? Was I feeling in the flow of getting on that bike? No, I was not. And my mother said to me, get back on the bike. And after four or five times of doing that, yes, then I was like, I'm going to figure this out. You know, one of my kids, William, he, um, <laughs> here's how he learned how to ride a bike without training wheels. He watched YouTube videos. This is Generation Z for you. He watched YouTube videos and he taught himself through YouTube videos how to do it. And then he went out and he fell a couple times and then he did it. And I marvel at that because a lot of people are waiting 
to feel like doing certain things in their business and months pass by and years pass by me prime example i've been waiting to feel ready enough and good enough to send out these emails to podcast and to send out these emails to television show producers guess what in the last six months i haven't felt in the flow of that guess what i need to do today i need to send out that one email that's what i'm going to do to one of the executive producers You've got to do every day one thing you don't want or think you can do, and you've got to force yourself to do it. We've given forcing a bad rap. We're like, no, when it's time, I'll know, and I'll be in the fall. No. No, no, no. I never feel like uh, creating another lead page. Never. I, I, that is just not. But when I sit and do it and I complete it, I feel really good that I did it. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I did that. So do every day one thing you don't want or think you can do. Force yourself to do it. Here's the next thing. I've got two more things so that we can stop waiting to feel good enough. Number seven, rather than focusing on proving your worth, share your heart. A lot of us are running businesses where we're like, I want people to know that that I'm qualified to talk to them or to teach them or to help them. I want, you know, I need a certification. I need, I need to be certified as a coach. BS. I was certified as a coach. Biggest waste of time. Biggest waste of money. Biggest. I didn't need any of that. I needed to share my heart with people. I needed to go out there and coach people in every way I could. Free, paid. Rather than focusing on proving your worth and pulling together paper and documentations and take classes and certification degrees. Share your heart. You know, John Maxwell says, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That is truth. And a lot of us are focusing on, okay, well, what experiences do I need to have first? And I need to get there before I can teach people how to get there. And how do I establish my credibility? Yes, credibility is important in business. But if people don't think you care about what they care about, if people don't, don't know that you see them, you hear them, you want to know what keeps them up at night. If you're not sharing your heart and telling people where you struggle, you know, people call it vulnerability. I'm tired of hearing the word vulnerability. Share your heart with people. Tell them why you do what I, what you do. You know what I, you know why I do what I do in my business? Do you know why I really want to teach women how to win in business so they never again settle in life? Cause I can't tell you the number of times that I've settled and I hated the feeling of settling for less than what I deserve. I hated the feeling of having to take crap from people and situations and having to do it because I was backed up against a wall. And I just, and, and I've heard so many women tell me their stories of they're in a situation where they have to do this or they have to do that or if they have to put up with people disrespecting them or they have to put up with, you know, being at this job that they hate because of this, this, this and that. And I just have gotten to the point in my life where I cannot breathe knowing that I went through and women are still going through situations where they're settling in life and it's costing them their health and their families and their peace of mind and their self-love and their self-confidence because they feel like they've got no other choice when in this digital landscape, starting a business for anybody is the best choice they could ever make. That's my heart about this thing. 
And the reality is it came from the pain of me settling in my own life, not once, not twice, but over and over and over again for decades. And so rather than you focusing on proving to other people why you should be their coach or why you should help them in business or why you even have a business, share your heart with them. Tell them what you've been through. Tell them why you do what you do. Not the the certifications you have, not the number of years you've spent in business. Why are you doing this business? Like, why does it mean everything to you? Share your heart with them because until they know how much you care, they don't care how much you know. They really don't. Then here's the thing. If we want to stop waiting to feel good enough, especially in our business, we've got to trust. This is something I work on every day. I, t- I struggle with trust. <clears throat> I used to believe that, you know, trust was something that the people have to earn. And I do believe we earn trust with other people. But here's what I'm learning the older that I get. The older that I get, I learn that if I trust me, I never have to worry about trusting you. And this is, I, I got this originally from Yanla Van Zant. She said this years ago on some show, but I didn't understand it then. I didn't, I didn't, you know, when, when Yanla said, when you trust you, when you trust yourself, you never have to worry about trusting anybody else. I didn't get it. I'm starting to get it now because I hear in my life with relationships and other people and things, I hear this word that I use in my head and I use out loud a lot, which is trust. Like that is a constant theme that comes up in my life. Trust, 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 trust. And what keeps coming back to me is that if I trust me, then I don't have to worry about trusting anybody else. You know why? Because then that may, if I really trust myself, I trust my inner knowing. So I listen to my intuition. I listen to my gut when it tells me to move. I listen to my gut when it tells me not to move. I listen to my gut when it says stay away from that person. I trust my gut when it says move with that person. If I trust me, then I never have to worry about trusting you. You know why? Because I trust me, which means I go with my inner knowing. So if we want to stop waiting to feel good enough, we've got to trust. Number one, we have to trust that we're enough right here, right where we are. We're enough that the right people will hear our voice and they will know that we're enough. We have to trust that we're enough. We have to trust that we know enough right now. Like I don't have to have it all figured out before I start. What I know right now is enough to take my next step in business. So trust that you're enough. Trust that you know enough Trust the right people will hear your voice. Like you actually have to trust that you've got a tribe out there even though you haven't met them. You've got to trust that the right clients, the right customers, they will find you. They will hear you. Yes, you're going to promote. Yes, you're going to do all of that business, marketing, selling thing. But at some point, you got to trust that whether you get 15 claps on the medium post you wrote today or, or none, that the right people will be brought to your message at the perfect moment because they're meant to be there. They're meant to hear your voice. So we've got to trust that we're enough. We've got to trust that we know enough. And we've got to trust that the right people will hear our voices. And here's the big one. We have to trust that a power greater than us is working on our behalf always. Do you live in a hostile or a friendly universe, as Albert Einstein would say? 
biggest decision you're ever going to make. Do you live in a world that's for you or do you live in a world that's against you? Do you, do you have a universe that is conspiring in your favor or do you have a universe that is always making sure that there are obstacles and setbacks? See, here's the thing. Every day your answer will be different. Can I just say it? Every day. And every day you've got to consciously wake up and say, do I trust that I'm enough? Do I trust that I know enough? Do I trust that the right people will hear my voice? I trust that the, that every person who listens to this podcast episode was meant to hear it. And every person who doesn't listen to it was never meant to hear it. And I'm good with that. If it's one person, it's enough. If it's a thousand, it's enough. If it's a million, it's enough. Whoever listens to this was meant to hear it. Can you trust that in your business? Can you trust that you're enough, that you know enough, that the right people will hear your voice and that a power greater than you is working on your behalf always. You know, I was watching an impact theory interview with Jay Shetty the other day and, uh, and he said something that spoke to my spirit. At one point, uh, Tom Billier, who does impact theory on YouTube, great, great show. You should definitely sign up and watch it. It's free. Just go on YouTube and, and look up Tom Billier, uh, impact theory. He, he said to Jay Shetty, who talks about wisdom, he said, Jay, you know, I'm so surprised. You know, I expected to do research on you and see that you've done all of these, like people have come to you for interviews and all this kind of stuff. And you didn't have that many. And Jay was like, yeah, you know, and that's good because I'm patient. I trust that the right opportunities will come to me at the right time. And so I don't worry about that. I'm patient. And when he said, I'm patient, that's, that, that spoke to me because I've been in an impatient period of feeling like, okay, what do I got to do to get to the next level? And and when he said, I'm patient, I realized that I haven't been trusting that the universe has my back in terms of the speed at which my business is growing. I haven't been trusting that everything that happens is right and that it's it's exactly what needs to be happening and that the momentum is enough and that the speed is enough and that the progress, I haven't been trusting that everything is unfolding perfectly. And that doesn't mean that I don't take action every day. So I want people to separate this whole thing of like trusting that whatever's unfolding is enough, but at the same time still being all in and doing everything every single day that you can do. I haven't been trusting that. I haven't been patient. And so at the end of the day, the first thing we've got to do to stop waiting to feel good enough is we've got to just decide that we're good enough, right? No one else can convince you you're good enough. Only you can do that. Nobody, not your spouse, not your family, not your sister, not your brother, not your father. And here's the thing. The moment you truly understand this, you also understand that in the same way that no one else can convince you you're good enough, no one else can convince you that you're not good enough either. But you've got to decide right here, right now, and this is not a one and done decision. This is an everyday moment by moment decision. You've got to decide that you're good enough, right as you are, exactly as you are. You're enough. You're more than enough. Only you can do that. But then there's some, there's some steps you got to take. And we've talked about this on this episode. We've got to start before we're ready. We have to stop waiting for an invitation to show up fully for life. We've got to show up now because we were given the responsibility and the privilege to do that this lifetime. Whatever we're thinking, we've got to think bigger. We've got to be willing, willing to learn, 
willing to fail and willing to rise higher than anyone we know. We've got to allow fear and failure to be teachers, not directors in our lives and businesses. We've got to give fear and failure the right role, right? We've got to do every day one thing that we don't want or think we can do. And yes, we have to force ourselves to go through with it. And rather than focusing on proving our worth, we've got to focus on sharing our hearts. And then we've got to trust. We've got to trust that that we're enough. Trust that we know enough. Trust that the right people will hear our voice. And trust that a power greater than us is working on our behalf always. Trust. So here's what I'm going to challenge you to do. A couple of things. If you've been listening to this and and you know the truth of what I've been talking about today, that we've got to stop waiting to feel good enough, but you still kind of feel, feel you know, afraid to do that, afraid to decide, afraid to believe in yourself, afraid to say, okay, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take actions in my business. I'm going to stop waiting to feel good enough. If you've still got some fear and some doubt, maybe even some shame mixed in there, and you still want to be able to take massive action in your business, go to tinyurl.com forward slash massive action one, two, three, and that's put the numbers one, two, three. I've got a free resource guide, a cheat sheet that is going to teach you how to take massive action in the presence of fear, doubt, and shame. Because I believe so many people are stopped by those three, I'll call them those three teachers, fear, doubt, and shame. If you want to be able to take massive action in your business in the presence of fear, doubt, and shame, go to tinyurl.com forward slash massive action one, two, three, the numbers one, two, three, and download that cheat sheet because that's where you need to begin. You, you need to be able to say to yourself, I trust life. I trust myself. I'm choosing to feel good enough. Even though I'm afraid, even though I have doubt, even though there's shame, I'm going to do it anyway. How to take massive action in the presence of fear, doubt, and shame. But here's the second challenge I'm going to give you. Because I'm giving that to myself today and I'm going to send an email after I finish working out. I want you to do today, before the end of whatever day you're listening to this episode, I want you to do one thing in your business that you don't want or think you can do. I want you to make yourself do it before you do anything else in your business. I want you to, and you already know what that is. Like as soon as I said that, something came up in your mind. Whatever that one thing is, I want you to stop I want you to go get it done and feel the fear while you do it. Susan Jeffers wrote a great book a long time ago. May she rest in peace. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Susan Jeffers. I want you to do one thing today and I want you to make this a habit that you do every day. The one thing that you don't want or think you can do, force yourself to do it. I'm going to send an email to a producer of a show today. That's the one thing I'm going to do. And I'm still scared and I still feel like, but shouldn't I write some more books and do some more things? Yeah, I'm going to make myself do it. I want you to do that one thing. And here's the the last thing I want to say. There's no amount of success that's going to make you feel good enough. There's no amount of revenue in your business that is going to make you feel good enough. There's no amount of pats on the back from family and friends and coworkers and people you know that's going to make you feel good enough. Because here's the thing. If you live for their approval, you will die from their rejection. I just want you to remember that every time you're looking outside of you for the feeling of being good enough, just remind yourself, if I allow them to feed me, then I also give them the power to starve me. 
If you live for their approval, this is Lecrae's words, if you live for their approval, you will die from their rejection. And people approve you when they feel good. And they disapprove of you when they feel bad. And guess what? None of it has anything to do with you. So there comes a moment where we have to stop waiting to feel good enough. We just have to stop looking for it on the outside. And we have to finally say, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to know. I'm just going to accept as true that right where I stand, I'm good enough to do what I want to do in business because this is my life. I didn't want to be a doctor for a reason. I didn't want to be a carpenter for a reason. I had never had the dream of being an archaeologist. There's a reason why none of those dreams were ever in me because that's not the mission that I was put here to fulfill. So since I know what I want and I know what kind of business I want to run, I'm just going to stop waiting to feel good enough and say, you know what? I'm good enough right here. And I don't need anybody back me up on that. Because if I need that from them, the moment they no longer give it to me, I'm going to lose the feeling of being good enough. Uh-uh. Decide for yourself. Stop waiting to feel good enough. Take the action that you know you need to take, that you're afraid to take, that you don't think you can take. Take that one action today and download your cheat sheet on how to take massive action in the presence of fear, doubt, and shame. tinyurl.com forward slash Massive Action one, 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 two, three. I just totally messed that up. TinyHurl.com forward slash Massive Action 123. And if you do not subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, because I always share the SoundCloud, but I don't share the iTunes, subscribe on iTunes, please. And please leave a review. I never asked for this, but if I had an assistant, my sister would be like, you should be asking for this. <laughs> please leave a write a review on of the podcast on iTunes. You can Go to iTunes for the podcast because I know some people have told me it's hard to find. It's hard for me to find on iTunes. Tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. Tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. And you will find that, uh, you'll find she runs the show on iTunes. Please leave a review and please share this podcast episode with somebody that you know who needs to hear this today. We all know somebody, whether they're starting a business or not who needs to hear this, please share this with somebody because there are way too many of us living out there, me included, who are waiting to feel good enough. Share this with somebody you know who would be blessed by this, who would be motivated to take action on something that's important to them, that they're meant to do. Just get this out there to somebody. Forward it to them. Tell them you need to listen to this today and share it with them. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. As always, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your dreams and your goals. I know that your business is meant to change thousands, if not millions of lives. And I just hope and pray that you are doing the work of getting it out there because it's not about you. It's about the tribe that will hear your voice best and they need you. They needed you five years ago. They needed you some of them 50 years ago. You might not have been born yet. They needed you then. They can hear you now. Do what it takes to get this business up and going. All right, everybody. I will talk to you in the next episode of She Runs the Show. <laughs>